Yeah, I just I spilled my my uh, beer a little bit, so I'm like cleaning it up now. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I like, oh, I, like went on Michael, but I, I wasn't <laughs> even like, um, yeah, it just kind of exploded on me, and I didn't like. Maybe when I was walking up the stairs, it. <laughs> Did you fall down? <laughs> down the yeah. I, yeah, I fell down back down the stairs. <laughs> um. That for some reason reminded me like your beer exploded. Like, did you? I'm sure you went to school with kids who just suddenly had their hands covered in pen ink, and they'd be like, "My pen just exploded." Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like they the clearly worst it. was when um, they always did it on purpose. I feel like yeah. There was one kid that used to chew on his pen, and it would always explode, and so he'd just get like ink all over his mouth. Oh my god! In high school, the kid like that. It's fucking freak. like, dude. Of course, it blow up all over you. Like you, yeah. He's like, oh, chomped yeah. on it. <laughs> I like how like incredulous they are. They're like, I just what like yeah, yeah. This what happened? What just happened, man? My mouse. My mouse. Where's my mouse? Their whole world got turned upside down. Yeah. Where's my mouse? <laughs> I love that. That is like an underrated one of the best things I've ever seen. That was so funny. That is an underrated quote. <laughs> I don't I'm remember, yeah, like, the exact, like, I just remember, like, hearing you having this, like, meltdown, like, at, like, Sunday at, like, 9 a.m. or something. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't when, the, that wasn't the same day when Arm's parents came, right? Am I just lumping those two together? I think you are, yeah. Okay. I, think might have been different I can't ones. really remember, yeah. Because it was a deadbeat moment. And as right. she yeah, that was called a deadbeat. you a deadbeat. That's what it was. No, because I I was way too hungover to like get out of bed when she called me a deadbeat. <laughs> so she's like, "Who's this deadbeat?" That was incredible. Yeah, that was me. I was like, "I've met you before, idiot." Yeah. I kind of forget. Like, I kind of forget about that every once in a while. But yeah, it's a classic. That was a classic, uh, Clark. Uh, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like Connor calls you uh, Deadbeat Lori the most. Yeah. Or he, or he did, I guess. Yeah, which is bullshit. <laughs> that was why he took the punch. He's here. a fucking deadbeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had hangovers that were just as bad as mine. There were days where, like, we'd come downstairs and he'd just be, like, lamping on the couch, like, oh, yeah. Cabrano's dying. He had, yeah, he had, like, the two day, like, hangovers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a deadbeat. <laughs> well. Well, see you later. Here, wait. <laughs> let me make sure this. Oh, yeah. Test our levels, man. Yeah, the levels are good. Nice. They, the quality of the podcast funny. has been, I think, pretty good. So. Yeah? I think so. Yeah. I, I think um, I listened to the last one, like, so basically in full, um, which I don't usually mm-hmm. do, but yeah, sounded good. Nice. I listened to a lot of the last one. Sorry, I was on mute while I shook this thing up. Oh. Um, but um, yeah, I would agree. The audio quality is good. Almost like sometimes I get I like was a little bit worried last time because like I think 
someone was cutting out, but then like it, it almost I almost wonder if it like corrects for that somehow because like mm-hmm. it, it sounded better in the recording than it did. Yeah, it must fine. it must some do that somehow. Thanks, Craig. Just just pretend I wasn't yelling at Craig before <laughs> he uh, got in here. Yeah. Did you name him Craig, or is that like a standard thing? That's just like his name. But it's just, I mean, that'd be funny if we it, it's like name was like Discord recorder or something like that. And we're like, <laughs> oh no, your name's Craig now. That would be funny. All right, we want to get uh get going. Fired up. Show you yes, countdown. Yeah. Rip shit. Let's get the countdown going. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. And welcome. Fifth episode of Clark 131, the podcast, the show. Um, we got a, we got a good one planned for you here. I don't yeah, know, we got a good one. Over my words. I, was, I was hoping that you would have, you guys would have said something by now, but nope. Um, you guys are just kind of. That's all you, uh, man. You were doing great. No, I was. Yeah, I kind of had a nice. I had like the Obama cadence. I was like Clark 31, the show. Um, <laughs> Clark 31. Clark 31. Um, show. <laughs> <laughs> the band the show the band the show <laughs> um yeah we got uh the royal scam up for today which um which i'm excited for we're getting into like we're getting into the good stuff i i feel like it's fair to say um mm-hmm. so um excited for to discuss the album um yeah what's up with what's up with you guys i guess i don't know like we have like a weird intro now where we kind of pretend to catch up even though we kind of already have so yeah you guys, you guys gotta say something funny. Now. Um, <laughs> damn, something funny. Yeah, I've like used up all my funny shit. That's kind of funny in itself. That's so. being like a jokester at work, you know. Oh, you're being a class clown. Yeah, being the the office clown, maybe. Yeah, I yeah, like that better. You know, that's that's kind of a slippery slope. Like, have you? How do you uh, make those jokes though? Either, like, how do you make those? Oh jokes no, I'm just kidding. I'm like not funny. I'm not funny at work. I don't want people to know I'm funny. Are you sending people like emojis on Slack? Of, like, yeah, I'm sending people. Uh, my favorite thing on Slack uh, is if you hover over like the reactions, there's like a description of what the emoji is. And there's one emoji that's just called slightly smiling emoji. <laughs> like <laughs> someone will like post something like upbeat or funny or something, and like a bunch of people just like react like slightly smiling emoji. Well, that's fine. That's really yeah. Funny. It's, just like, it's a nice, uh, like, tempered response, not overly enthusiastic. Yeah, I yeah like it's it. almost like like an office-friendly smile, you know? Yeah. The closed-lip like, smile. You just, yeah, like, exactly. nod and walk away. <laughs> That's right. I did something kind of funny at my old company when we first got Slack. They kind of had, like, some of the, like, admin settings so, like, you couldn't change, like, I don't know, you couldn't change, like, your picture, but they forgot mm-hmm. to, like, let you not change your name. So I was, mm-hmm. like... I changed my name to like other employees and was like messaging like one of my coworkers, <laughs> being like, "Hey, like one of your like your boss is like asking for you in his office," and I would like send people like into their office and stuff, and then I would just like kind of laugh to myself. So that's really funny. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was that's a good, good prank. I feel like you get in trouble for that. Um, I feel like that would be like a big issue with like HR or some <laughs> shit. You're, like, it was a, it was a small employee. company, so uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that something like that uh, in my current at your current job, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the, at the big was, office company. Right, right. Yeah, the, right. Exactly. Um, that actually reminds me of a, a, a Slack story that I that happened this week. Um, we have this channel. It's called Your Time. And they've encouraged us to, like, you know, 
get away from the computer and take a walk or exercise or whatever and like mm-hmm. post pictures of it so it's like oh if you took your kids for a walk or did something fun you can post it and it's just this cute thing whatever yeah but this woman at like 4 p.m and she works on the west coast so it was 1 p.m for her like <laughs> <laughs> just like posted all these drinks that she's mixing like in the middle oh of the day oh, yeah the- like the reaction to it was like, uh, well, like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta oh ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened to her after. Like, I think, she, I think everything's fine, but she just totally outed herself from like, like slamming drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <midday. laughs> really read the room wrong. That's the worst. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. And it yeah. was like all pictures of babies and dogs leading up to this. Yeah. So she went and just took it way farther than it ever had yeah, gone. Yeah, she really... Uh, so good. The fucking next level. Damn. <laughs> That's incredible. Dude, good for her. That fucking... I, I love that. That's it was amazing. I was laughing. Yeah, isn't that like I, would, I gained a lot of respect stuff. for her. Whoever she is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's great. I don't think we've ever met. But she's my favorite already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, cool. You guys want to... Um, jump into the the old record. The old, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Royal Scam 1975. Um, so the, or sorry, 1976, uh, but they're still doing an uh, album a year, basically, to this point, uh, which, is, which is pretty neat. But um, yeah, uh, I guess I'll, I'll kick things off. I, I, this is a great album. I, um, I think, it, I mean, we talked about Katie Live last episode and I feel like it kind of has like it's still like kind of you know more upbeat maybe than like Pretzel Logic for instance, but they're like blending sounds in like a better way. Like they blend together like you know the rock sound with like the horn section and like also having like a good rhythm section. Like I just feel like it's a better blend of like what their sound is as opposed to like oh like you know we're gonna play a rock song or a pop song and then oh also here's like this like sax solo. So I feel like it's a little bit more. Um, I guess like realized or like uh, you know blended together like that. So um, yeah, I'll kick it over to you guys. See what you guys think. Yeah, I don't want to parrot you too much, but I really agree. Um, mm. When I started the album, and this might have been like the second time I've only listened to uh, only the second time I've listened to this album, um, I felt like it was a lot more natural, and mm. uh, like they the mixing, the production was done super well, and maybe you know thinking about. What was the technology that fucked up the last record called? Yeah, it was uh, DBX. Did uh, they DBX not use that on this one? I or don't. Or did they maybe put a, more, more of an emphasis I, into like the production? So I think um, they recorded it in the same studio, but I think they either used something else or had like figured it out. Like I, I haven't heard anything about this album being, um, being screwed up. The only thing I read was like they were apprehensive to like record in the same studio because they basically have like ptsd from the dbx thing so <laughs> yeah that makes I, sense I, yeah i kind of agree like i feel like i hear like a little bit more of the like bass in some ways yeah. but i'm not sure like i wasn't sure how much of that is like you know because of the they've made a point of it or if maybe maybe it was like because of the yeah. um mixing so but not only that but like i felt like the arrangements which sounds like more of what you were talking about were mm. a, 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 a more of a cohesive blend mm. mm-hmm which was great. I mean, this album was fantastic. Yeah, I like it a lot. Lochi Man, what you got? Yeah, I agree. I, I think, like, 
I don't know. I think this is when they're like finally starting to like master that kind of like rock jazz like fusion. Yeah. Like I noticed I noticed that like in a lot of the songs it it sounded similar. It like reminded me of like Weather Report in a lot of ways. Hmm. And I don't know. I think they're like just getting like they're like getting all these like amazing session musicians and stuff and like like all the uh different like instruments they have and shit like i don't know i feel like they're like really yeah, like the instrumentals are so good it, it's so it's yeah. so experimental you know like they're like trying like some like really cool shit they're like they're taking a lot of the sounds that were like popular at the time like they they use the uh the talk box or whatever yeah. it's called again yep. which is like really cool and like i don't know all the horns and stuff and I don't know. I think they're just able to like mix it into something that's like really unique sounding. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it has, um, I don't know, kind of similar to like what we said in like past episodes where you're like, oh, like this isn't like, um, like there's a couple of tracks kind of in the middle where I'm like, oh, like this isn't like, you know, it's kind of straightforward so far. And then like they just come through, like the solos on this out, al- like the whole album are just so good. And you just like mm-hmm. can't like, you know, it's almost like objective. Like they're just they come out so fa- fantastic. So like even the songs that are like, oh, I'm like that's that's like a normal kind of song, and they come through with like this, you know, experimental little, uh, you know, instrumental section, and it's just like wow, like they they really knock it out of the park with those. Yeah, um, they do. That's it. Was impressive. Yeah, it's a good album. Um. Okay, cool. I think that's a good good little intro i guess we can we can jump right in i guess it's, it feels quicker than we we usually do but we have uh kids charlemagne up first um which actually uh so my um i actually didn't end up doing this but i was thinking about it started me uh getting me thinking about samples because i definitely remember hearing um this is on uh champions uh that kanye west album uh what album is that is it graduation yeah mm-hmm. graduation it's on champions so I, I like remember like I kind of heard that song, you know, when it came out and then like when I was starting to get into like Steely Dan, I was like, holy shit, like that's in that. Uh, that's like, you know, he kind of just pulled it right from the, the album itself. So I was like, oh, no that's, that's kind of cool. But I didn't realize that. Yeah, they have a couple. I mean, like they get sampled somewhat heavily, like they're in some Doom songs. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have a couple more. So that might be a, a little fun uh, tangent we can go on one day. But um, yeah, the song um, also has like a cool um i guess like uh breaking bad connection where they were yeah yeah like so yeah it's like this the story about i guess a real guy i think it's oswald something and Mm -hmm. he was selling like lsd and kind of like kind of like the like walt character like he was like kind of perfecting it and like was known for having like really like good stuff basically um and then in i guess one of the episodes um you know, Walter is like talking with Walt Jr. about like he's like, oh, like Steely Dan's awesome. Like I would put them up with like the which is today, so. which is an amazing dad moment. And like, yeah, you gotta give them props for adding that in because like a dad telling their son about how great Steely Dan is because they're so meticulous and like it's perfect. You know, yeah, it reminds me of like the my friend's dad. He said, <laughs> yeah. you gotta have a lot of patience to listen to Steely yeah. Dan. It's like it's like almost like on the nose, like too perfect. Yeah. My dad doesn't have that patience. I was telling him we were doing this. I was over at his house last weekend and he was like, why? Like, he's not a fan. He was like, what are oh, you doing that? It was really funny. Well, like, like what, what kind of music does your dad like, like from this era? Um, I mean, he loves, isn't he a Springsteen guy? 
He is a spring scene guy, but like like sixties, seventies, he's a big. Mm. I don't know, like the Doors, Pink Floyd. Yeah, rough. right. Mm. Um, and it's somewhat surprising that he doesn't like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was I gonna say that I don't know. Without even like, I mean, obviously <laughs> you know him way better than I do, but I was gonna say from like what I knew about like just someone who like likes like that era of music and like is into like. I don't know, like collecting records and like, and is into music that much. I kind of like would have guessed that he'd be right up uh, their alley, but um, you know, I, it, not that it's for everyone, but um, it's funny. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if like, cause I think you can do, you can do this band wrong and like only yeah. listen to certain things mm-hmm. and not, and overlook others. And maybe that's what happened. Right. Cause if, yeah. for certain things, like he doesn't have time for anything he thinks he doesn't like. Yeah. So he wouldn't give it a shot, I'm sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, we talked about on the first episode, like, that I felt like, um, I mean, I had heard, obviously, and I've been, most people have probably heard Real in the Years the most. And it's a great song, but it does sound maybe, like, slightly dated. And so I figured, like, a lot of their music would, like, sound like that and like i i just sort of like made an assumption based on like the couple songs that i've heard so like it might be kind of a similar thing and like when i started listening to it more i was like oh this is like this is amazing like this is you know yeah, yeah they, they become like more difficult to write off the the more you know it the more you mm-hmm. know their material and right like if you only know a couple songs and you think one thing about them well you might only be getting one percent of what what there is and making a decision based on just that yep um apparently the guy's name was Owsley. Um uh, Augustus Stanley Owsley was the LSD, the uh LSD chef that was kind of uh making his rounds and then he I guess became the sound man for the Grateful Dead, which is kind of funny. That's kinda cool. <laughs> but also makes sense for like someone <laughs> that was like slinging LSD. Yeah. Um so. those skills aren't necessarily transferable either. Like he just was a great LSD what <laughs> chef. And they were like, We don't give a shit how good of a sound guy you are you make such good LSD <laughs> that like you just we have to just give you a job like to launder the money yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like when uh soccer teams will like hire recruits dads to the team so they can yeah. like pay them off basically. <laughs> it's like, oh you're a special advisor to the team. Right. Exactly. That's like happened a bunch. That's really funny. Yeah. I just want to make him feel good. Yeah. Give him a title. Something to do. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um the only other note I had in this one is like I mean, I guess it's more of a general album note, but just that, like, I feel like um, Donald Fagan sounds like maybe a little more confident. Like, I think he's maybe like you know settling into like his role as uh, uh, as like the lead singer mm-hmm. more so than some of the other albums, even though he probably still didn't want to do it. Um, but I just feel like. He- <laughs>
It just yeah. this is like a little bit. <laughs> All those freaks! I didn't know that Dayglow was as old as as nineteen seventy six. Yeah, that's actually. Like, I'm glad uh, you brought this up. I would have totally overlooked this. Mm-hmm. So were there raves going on in the seventies? Guess so. Or what they would consider to be raves? Yeah, what would they like rave to? Was it? I think it, they'd rave to disco, wouldn't they? Oh yeah. Hmm. If I had to guess. Well, that's a good point that you bring up disco because like the whole like. I, th- I feel like the whole song and like the reason they talk about like Charlemagne, it's like Charlemagne was this great king and emperor or whatever. And he like built this empire. And then like when he died and like his son inherited it, then like the empire basically like was split up into a bunch of different kingdoms. So there's like this like idea of like this like lost like empire that was built. Mm. And I don't know, I like read something that said it's kind of like referring to like at this time how like everybody is really into acid but then all of a sudden it was like cocaine was becoming like super huge and oh, shit yeah. so, like obviously like at the discos like people were like you know doing bumps and shit but, that's pretty interesting I, know, yeah. I think it's pretty interesting yeah that's cool they just really like is. they like fucking nail that like culture aspect in their songs you know like they like yeah. really like know what's going on yeah that's cool um what was I going to say? Oh, I couldn't get, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what it was. Like, I almost, like, I don't know if I've heard Dayglo, but I couldn't get, like, the Barstool, like, foam party out of my head. <laughs> when I came out. But I heard, no, like, dude, Dayglo. so that's the same thing. Oh, okay. It is. There's a, okay. okay. That's what, no, no oh, Dayglo is a, um, yeah, it's like a, it's like a rave. It's like a concert. It's the same thing. thing. Okay. Yeah, and the Barstool thing was basically that. Yeah. Right, um, okay. Did you guys go to the Barstool? I got a Dan cigarette did. put out on my wrist. Someone put oh, a cigarette man. out on me. That's crazy. Dude, yeah. And do I you got guys that remember, shit in my eyes. Do you guys remember did I tell you about how there's that one kid from I think he was from BU that was just walking around campus like barefoot, wearing like a basketball jersey, shorts, and he was like it was freezing that night. And he just was obliterated. And I had to I had to like bring him to one of the dorms. It was so funny. Yeah, he was like he had no idea what was going on. He was like, "My phone broke at Barstool Phone Fest." <laughs> it's so like funny. You're an hour drive away from your school. You're yeah, exactly. You went to WPI. Yeah. Yeah. Oh That's man. Funny. Wow. That was funny. Um, I, that was like a big thing. I that like everyone was like, "Are you going to Barstool Phone Fest?" Like, yeah. I immediately movie. got there and was like, "This is this is fucking terrible." Yeah. Like, oh, it man. wasn't fun. It was a it was a total nightmare. And like that foam is basically just soap. So it irritates your eyes when it gets in there. Yeah. And it's everywhere. So you're getting it in your eyes, like regardless. And then once that happens, you sober up and then you leave and you're wet. And then it was as cold as it was that night. It was freezing that night. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. You, have so to, cold. you have to find a cab that will let you in the cab because nobody wants to take you because you're soaked. And it was just, I mean, that was it. Never again. I never, never went again. again. Or I never went to I, anything ever similar. I never went to a barstool event ever again. <laughs> that was the end. Or a phone yeah, party. you're not missing much. That's funny. Do that. Okay. Well, I'm glad that um, they are like they are connected because, or at least similar. Because I, for some reason, I was just like, that sounds so familiar, and like I and I that like it just jumped in my head, so I couldn't get it out. <laughs> do you want to know? Do you want to guess um, when the day glow? Color Corporation was founded. Ooh. They were a paint and pigment manufacturer based in hmm. Cleveland, Ohio. 
founded by brothers Joseph and Robert Switzer. Huh. What year? What do you want to guess? 53. I was thinking a little later, like 67, maybe. 1946. 46. Wow. Damn. Yep. But they've been doing it since the they were doing it since the 30s. They established Shit. some other art company in 1934 to develop and sell blacklight paints. Oh, Damn, wow. those those Switzer brothers fucking getting lit. <laughs> yep. That's pretty good. Not a bad business model. That's surprising to me. I wouldn't have thought that like I would have thought like, I don't know, fifties or something. Yeah. I know. Not as far back as that. Super old companies are like it surprised you every once in a while. Mm-hmm. That's like Monster uh, Energy. Monster Energy has been around for I don't know, like almost like eighty years. Oh really? Wow. That, yeah, that something is, weird like that. Up. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that, obviously. Interesting. Um Okay, cool. Uh anything else on Kid Charlemagne? No, I think that no, was it. super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Um The Caves of Altamira. Um I like the song a lot, actually. It has like the cool I don't know, like I feel like the drums and like the kind of mm-hmm. the drums and the horns on the song are like really great. Um it doesn't have like a super interesting like instrumental type section, but I just feel like the it's a good, really good like one two punch to this like to start the album. It's like Kid Charlemagne. Yeah, it's a good song. It has a great solo. This well, is kind of like along the same lines, but I think it has like a little bit you know different kind of composition. Yeah, what you know what's say? interesting is uh, I think it was Charlemagne or maybe it was Dad, but they led like some of the first excursions into uh, like basically muslim ruled spain because they were gonna like conquer it back and like one of these campaigns i think was in northern spain like around altamira so i don't know that just kind of like struck me it's kind of interesting huh well that's That's interesting did you look up what the caves were themselves because They have a lot of interesting cave art, it would put it like yeah. a pretty arduous. Yeah, that's closer to like Sun Thunder or whatever that place is called, right? It's it's like right there, exactly. Yeah. Um, I had been there, which would have been cool to stop at these caves had I known they were even there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was like doing not that much reading about it, but um, wasn't like something like they like kind of said that the the caves of Altamira were like not legitimate, and then like someone made like some crazy like archaeological finding and they were like no they are like and then everyone was like oh my god like they kind of dropped everything and, like, yeah 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 they thought it was kind like of, fu- kind of funny because i think there was like a case of like someone making like phony cave paintings which oh, is I'm like, sure. well that's like a very spanish thing like you've seen those ridiculous art uh restoration attempts right oh yeah yeah <laughs> is that like a spanish tradition just like yeah like there's at least there's up like three examples of it like it keeps yeah. happening in spain they keep trusting yeah, these amateurs so to fucking paint over like a thousand year old thing of jesus or something <laughs> it's so cool <laughs> it comes out so bad i love it that might be the thing that like makes me the happiest like certain people are like well, you know what, what what's something you think about to calm you down <laughs> I just think about that shit. It's so like funny. fucked up Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called like monkey Jesus. Like they yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. <laughs> so that's <good>. really funny. <laughs> Have you seen those? Yeah, I saw one that was like they tried to restore a stone gargoyle, 
and it just like looked really silly. Oh, it looked no. like, a, like, like a second grade pottery project. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I uh, haven't seen many of those, but I like when I was there for that weekend. Um, like that was kind of like the running joke among uh, uh, our friends that were there. Like they were saying like no one in Spain or like they don't want to like make money because they take like the they have like the siesta. But, like it just mm-hmm. seemed like everything was set up so like poorly and like. They're like, all right, like it's like the busiest time of the day. Like we're just not going to sell food now. Like that just like seemed to be kind of the running joke. I'm no, sure I think it's like... cool. That's like the ideal society. It was yeah, just, it like, was pretty funny. At the time the where it actually worked. Yeah. Did, did you take siestas and stuff? Were you part of siesta culture? I actually did find myself like taking naps in the That's middle really of the funny. day. Yeah, and they all have those blackout shades. Like they're those metal shades that you can like. <clears throat> wind down and they can completely make your room into pitch black like the sun that could be awesome. you know it could be noon and your room could be told you couldn't see your hand in front of your face in your room it's wow. it was great this is so nice it was and then like we all would i mean i was able to walk to school so it was like a mile and a half walk so i'd like around that time just walk back that's when you eat too and then you just hang out and then come back to class around like four mm. wow that sounds nice yeah, i'm like kind it. of getting a uh, nostalgic of that um yeah good times um what else i think this is all i have i wrote maybe my favorite song but that's not true i don't know why yeah i, that. I think it's cool <laughs> it's, it's, i think it's i wrote song, the same thing though too because oh, yeah. it, it comes off so strong like after kid charlamagne you're like oh man like this thing is yeah like we're moving here i actually yeah. i felt the same way yeah, you, I, I, that like kind of that drum drop in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, like, let's mm-hmm. go. Like, this is a great album to like listen to in the car. Like, I just get so like hyped up for this album. Um, I played Rocket League to this a couple nights oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's not awesome. nice. Not well, but I had a good time. <laughs> Dude, I don't like even play Rocket League anymore. That. I've like quit. <laughs> it fucking, I suck at it now. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm sure, like, whatever you're saying. Like I've no, it, the problem is like they had to like re-rank everything, so like oh, all yeah, the rankings like, got shifted, and so I'm playing like, with people who are way too good, and it's just like not fun. Mm. Oh, that sounds frustrating. Like, I never. Epic. Oh, Epic took it over, right? Lori was that like yeah. The whole ever shit. since then, yeah. I've hated it. I fucking hate Epic. They're a horrible company. Yeah. Why are they a horrible company? I don't really know anything They're, about them. Basically, everything about Rocket League has gotten worse ever since this like epic company has like taken over they're like the fortnite people right yeah exactly oh they are yeah, yeah. oh yeah, wow they, they took it over and like i mean i don't remember i was i happened to be kind of back in the playing at the time and they like um like the day they took it over they're like all right like we're gonna do like this whole big thing it's gonna be free on like the psn store or whatever and then like the servers like didn't work for like a full day and i was like yeah. this is awesome like i paid i mean i don't give a shit i paid 10 bucks like, <laughs> five years ago and i'm like <laughs> i was like you should get your money back <laughs> yeah basically you ever think about that like you pay a certain amount for something like you, you pay like 20 bucks for a shirt and you've worn that shirt a hundred times like do you imagine like paying a tiny amount for that yeah. shirt yeah for a cent a month yeah <laughs> right i know it's kind of funny <laughs> but something like when you get like so much use out of it you're like oh my god like this is like everything's like monthly now too so you're like it, it, i feel like you kind of make those calculations a little bit quicker than maybe mm-hmm. our parents did or something but uh anyway um 
yeah, good one. Anything else on the caves? Um, uh, no, caves are cool. I like that. No, it's cool. I think it yeah. uh, it's got this nice, you know, trying to like get in touch with like prehistoric people. It's like, why do they do these cave paintings? They're like artists, you know. Yeah. Like, why are they doing it? I don't know. And they're like, it's cool. Yeah, they've talked like about. Um, they did this like BBC live chat. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, yeah, I mean, basically, Donald. Someone asked specifically about the song, and and so Walter gave the answer that it's just a story about like the loss of innocence, which is kind of mm-hmm. an interesting lens for like kind of a lot of these songs because they're about like. I don't know, like a lot of like realizations and they all are, you know, a lot of the characters in these songs are like kind of doing something, you know, sketchy or wrong. And it's like maybe their realization about like all these kinds of people. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. This I is mean, like one of the first time where like they're, it's like talking about people who aren't like fucking up, you know, they're just making yeah. fucking cave paintings. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> cave paintings. They sound like uh, Ricky. It <laughs> <laughs> really did sound like Ricky. I've been so much Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, me too. Recently. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's what uh, Sam Lasco does. He starts uh, doing cave paintings. Oh, yeah. I literally just watched the one where holds everybody up, like when we were like joking about <laughs> yeah, last yeah. time. Like, go go yeah. fuck yourself. Oh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, we should watch some uh, Trailer Park Boys next weekend. <laughs> oh, love to. Oh yeah, I'd be so down for that. All right, let's move on. Um, up next, we got "Don't Take Me Alive." Um, some nice shredding in the intro on this one. Like it just kind of opens with the guitar slow and gets you into it. Um, it's very like yacht rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like the, like, I don't think this is like a super, like, I guess like thematically or like, um, like it's not like it doesn't strike me as like super, super creative, but I just feel like they capture kind of like those, that like dark, dark character. Who's like Mm -hmm. kind of a hypocrite and like, it's a little bit classic for them, I think, like lyrically, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's probably more straightforward than the first two, but still a good, definitely a good jam. Yeah, this one's more about like I think what it sounds like. Mm. It's kind of a jammy, yeah. like they got that. I don't know. I said yeah, rock a second ago, but they, that's just all I could think about listening to this song. Yeah, like that, that song. What was that? Like ride like the wind or something? Fly like the wind. Do you know that song? Mm. Maybe fly like an eagle. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck Steve Miller band. <laughs> Steve Miller band. Oh, is it like- let's make a podcast no. dedicated to like just tearing down every Steve Miller band album. Yeah, like not even reviewing it. Um, <laughs> this was fun. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's funny. Like, I didn't have much to say about this one other than the fact that it sounds like other yacht rock songs. Yeah, yeah. but it was good. It was like pleasant. I like the guitar on it. Yeah, I like the guitar riff at the beginning. That was kind of yeah, cool. yeah. It's definitely more straightforward than um, than the first two, and I guess some of the other songs on this this album. Um, I like the like. I know it almost sounds like to me like in the you know as like the song kind of goes on, it's like the kind of the guy that's like, oh, I'm like this nice guy, and like but he's like has a hostage you know so it's kind of like the hypocrisy yeah it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah and i like the end like where he's like i know like like the lyrics like i i know um i can't remember the exact uh words but like i know who i am kind of and he and you think he's coming to like this kind of realization and then he just like mm-hmm. slips back into that chorus and it's like oh he's just gonna kind of go through his like 
spiel again yeah. of like yeah, he's exactly. a super innocent guy it's like it's a good like it's almost like schizophrenic in a way you know yeah yeah it's just it, or maybe it's just like somebody who's working really hard to disassociate themselves from what mm-hmm. they've done you know yeah yeah that's true i know what i've done I, well yeah when i'm only when i'm alone do i know really the gravity of it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Does, doesn't he have like hostages or something i don't know like yeah it, it's, it's like a weird like situation where he's like holed up with like a bunch of gu- like guns and like dynamite he says yeah kind of how i, I want to go out kind of badass <laughs> Yeah, I I mean it's it's fun. Like I can't remember if I had a note about this at all, but like the um, oh yeah, I guess um, they said uh, um, it was kind of like about like individual like kind of like individual chaoticness. Like it wasn't meant mm-hmm. as like a political kind of like. I mean, I kind of jumped to like thought like all the political stuff, but like it kind of makes sense. Like you can kind of just imagine someone like I mean, people do that all the time now, where they just like are holed up in their cabin and like um you know they kind of hold out and like you know Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate but um yeah some ted kaczynski shit that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah unabomber yep um and then i guess uh, the only other fun fact i have on this one is that uh larry carlton is the um guitarist and they just said uh they just told him to play nasty and loud as possible when they when they Oh, were, really? uh, when they were recording his yeah like the solo in the beginning which nice. which definitely makes sense there which, just, yeah just, they, like, they nailed it a little bit yeah it's um, kind of funny there's one part where i think he says like it sounds like he's saying oregon but he might be saying aragon which is like a region in spain so like a lot of like oh. a lot of spain yeah. action well, that's interesting yeah. it's definitely oregon he's just pronouncing it weird oh oh maybe he's yeah saying, maybe he's, he's saying doing it oregon i've crossed my oh, yeah okay. I gotta, I gotta like hear. Oh yeah, I crossed my yeah. father in in Oregon. Yeah, yeah, I, they're just pronouncing it incorrectly because it's Oregon, right? Yeah, it's Oregon. Almost yeah. like it has two syllables, like Oregon, Oregon, like Oregon, yeah. Oregon. Like two and a half syllables. That was the first time I had to like look at Steely Dan lyrics like online because I was like, "What is he saying?" Like I, like, <laughs> I was kind of singing out loud, and like I was like, "I don't know what he's saying at all." Um, and I, and then you know, once it, once you hear it the first time, you're like, "All right." um so yeah it only yeah. takes once exactly um cool uh anything else on don't take me alive pretty pretty straightforward yeah or more straightforward yeah, a good song don't take good me alive like. yep uh all right next up we got sign in stranger um which kind of has like i feel like the the maybe the first three but um kind of like puts a little bit more of a focus on the piano i think and has a little bit of a bluesy kind of uh they kind of settle in this caribbean groove for the first time yeah. of the song um they kind of carry that for a, a little bit and and i think it's referenced to some of the other albums but um yeah nice nice really nice piano work i love the uh piano solo kind of at the end like that that like again like i i don't think the um you know the chorus of the song is like super crazy or anything but then i hear like the piano solo and i'm like all right like this is amazing like i can't mm-hmm. like not like the song anymore so yeah uh, i think that but... kicks it into high gear the rest of it's super laid back which is good yeah yeah i, kinda, I like how they're like starting to do stuff on like the offbeat you know like you said it's like, kind of like reggae sounding um also the song's like cool it's about like it's like i don't know don't care like where you're from it's like yeah Go on in for like a new life, basically, or something. I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Is it like a rehab 
type of analogy. Yeah, I don't know. That's well, that's interesting because like it kind of sounds like it's like a different planet. Because I think he says like Mazar Five, which is yeah. a star, I think. But um, it's the uh, the star that makes up the part of the Big Dipper. Hmm. Uh, it's yeah, it's like the it's like the handle, the Big Dipper. Did you just know that, or did you look it up? I was looking at the lyrics, and like I it just happened to kind of have the. I look out. Giz is an astronomer. <laughs> that could be something that someone just happens to know. Like, did you ever that's cool i knew somebody who had one but they wouldn't let me near mm. it because i was a little kid they were like it's my dad <laughs> they won't touch it so, yeah it seems like if you like touch it like it could throw everything i mean it wouldn't like breaking Anything that I got. I like that. I mean, I, I can't get at it. Like, it just is something that sucks in your head the way he that says, like, you zombie. Like, the. Mm-hmm. I kind of actually right. thought. Because they reference, mm-hmm. they say zombie in another the drink. They're yeah. talking about, like, a drink, right? Yeah. I forget what song that is. Yeah. Drink so, I, I, zombie oh, from right. The Coco Shell. <laughs> or, uh, or teasing Haitian divorce. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. right. Um, two, re- two zombie references. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm. <laughs> well, nice. That well, was, later. That was great. That was so good. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, that was all I had on signing stranger. Same. That was. It was just good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we have, we have the Fez up next. This is the the first condom song that Celia Dan has. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. As as a note. <laughs> um. I thought it was the feds, like the FBI. The feds. Like listening to it and not knowing the name of the song. Um, yeah. Like, what about the feds? It's like the wire, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a this is a weird song. Um I kinda like it's like a dreamy, like they have like the synthetic strings. I think I read that like kinda like Eastern European sounding. I don't know. I don't know if I like know about that necessarily, but um I like the instrumental section a lot and like more than um i don't think the lyrics are like super like that you know the course is a little bit maybe boring i i really like the instrumental section though um so it kind of reminded me of like i kind of feel similarly about uh bodhisattva which is on the um which is on countdown to ecstasy is the first song um and so i was like i think i, I like the groove and like the moving better than like you know I, there's like it's not a super lyric song so that was those are i think most of my thoughts on the song, but 
really i this is i think this is my favorite song really wow. I, I fucking love this song i this song is like always like playing in my head like actually before i even like listen to this whole album yeah like this was like the one song that i would listen to from the album oh wow i i love it i love like the, the like before i realized it was about a condom i just imagined it <laughs> as a guy who had to like have sex while wearing a fez like that was his thing like he's like i need i need to put my fez on <laughs> otherwise um, this is not gonna work but the whole like the like i wanna be your holy yeah. man that like that part like reminds me and then like the kind of like breakdown <laughs> after that it like reminds me of like weather report kind of mm. like the i don't know it's interesting you you like love weather report more than i you. love weather report yeah dude i mean i like weather report but you mm. you really like them yeah. you're yeah i like them too I think I think if you're a bass player, you have to. Oh yeah. To some extent, know them and and appreciate Weather Report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, Jacko Pistorius uh, documentary? It's really good. I know they made one. I wanted to see it, but I, I never did. When did that come out? Um, probably a while ago. I remember I watched it like two or three years ago, but it, it's really good. It's a really sad story, but he's a cool guy. Yeah, he died in kind of a shitty way, right? Yeah, he died. I think like getting he kicked was, the shit out of himself or not. Yeah, by a himself, by a bouncer because right? he was like That's he was ridiculous. like always like fucked up and stuff, and he like got in a fight with the bouncer, and the bouncer killed him. Oh my god! Wow, in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, jeez. I thought you yeah. said um, <laughs> that's a great said, place uh, to die. <laughs> you know, something like got fucked up if you died in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I thought you right, said like, you guys don't hear from like just Lori. You don't hear from Lori for a couple weeks. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's <laughs> water, yeah. I wanted to die. I went <laughs> yeah. to spring training and then I died. <laughs> That's like the ideal weekend is seeing some spring training baseball and then dying in a bar. Yeah, it would be interesting to like know like what like locations like if your friend said like if you if you said you were going to like Connecticut, I'd be like, all right, he's gonna be safe. Like Fort Lauderdale, I'm starting to get like more nervous. Like I, I would like to know like the scale of locations mm-hmm. of like danger <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, i thought you said oscar pistorius and i was like oh they must have like played steely dan in the uh, or played weather report in the in his documentary or something <laughs> and i was like oh. was, this is like last episode where we talked about uh whatever that session musician and they had his dad or whatever <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. That was that, that was, was a great uh, like ten minute disagreement. That is just like people just being very confused. Yeah, I I think I was laughing at that part. I was dying laughing at. I think I don't know if it was that moment in the last episode, but there's there's some funny stuff going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so dumb. I can't believe that I didn't like pick up on the fact that they were like father and son. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would it? I went such a long time. Just being yeah, blown away that there were two guys with that same specific last name. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had this like weird moment where like I feel like we grew up where like Wikipedia was this like crap source, and in my head I was like, I'm on Wikipedia, like it can't be wrong. You know what I mean? Like Wikipedia yeah. has like, come a long way. That kind of changed overnight. The perception yeah. of Wikipedia. Yeah, I know it's used in like that was interesting. Of, like yeah, like official sources like use it now it's like it's kind of Dude, wild. i remember in high school one of my teachers would always say would always reference this one time that he was like one of my students said that during world war ii the japanese like flew balloon tried to flow balloons into america to blow it up or whatever it's like like an idiot and then i looked it up and it was like actually like true 
Or they would like they tried to like oh. like I don't know put a bunch of explosives on weather balloons to like fly over to America. Yeah. It was like a real thing. But he was like acting like it like wasn't true. And I think that was when like Wikipedia like you know established awesome. itself as like <laughs> that, that exactly that's what I remember at least. Yeah. None of those worked, right? Like Oh yeah, it didn't work. But like I think they tried to do it, which is funny. They just tried it. That's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta try it. Yeah, it's I mean not to get into like the how interesting Wikipedia is, but with like all of like these social networking sites that are all about like the ads and like they don't have ads, like it's just it's a really interesting uh like case study in like the internet. Yeah. They should just put ads on Wikipedia. I feel like just kidding. But I guess if if we want to disagree, it's funny that like, because I guess this reminds me of on the last album where like I don't, yeah, I don't like love. um, In the context of the whole album, like the Fez and Sign and Stranger, like, kind of breaks up the album a little bit for me because I like, um, I like the four. Uh, songs we've done and i and i kind of like the four songs after you know what i mean like i i mm-hmm. it kind of breaks it up where like if i had to skip two i would i would skip these two and well, i would kind of proceed if i was with you i'd say yo bro don't don't skip <laughs> and i and i would respect that rule because <laughs> we had we had a rule about not skipping songs in the queue at our in clark 131 so that's true um very straightforward but, and it worked people wouldn't respect it but it, what was important was that we had that rule it was a good rule, yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah, we I think it was it was great because then we could get like you get indignant when someone skipped your song, and I and I feel like I actually <sighs> helped up to like not sorry, um, not skipping other people. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I would I would like be really respectful of it, and I would enforce it until I wanted to listen to something. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. no, our trick was wasn't skipping songs in queue; it was putting them forward in the queue. Oh, we would yeah. always do that. Oh man, oh, that was yeah. always really you're funny. You're not technically skipping it, yeah. Yeah, that's rearranging is the order, bending the rules. It's fine. Oh, I I also would go on. We had like our big uh, Spotify playlist, and I would also go on like at the beginning of the night, like cause there'd be like a, a pretty big queue um, set up already, and like, and I would put the Seinfeld theme on because I I would like <laughs> hang out downstairs less, and so like. Um, it was just like I could kind of tell like when it happened because you can kind of hear down there a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was always fun if you ever caught like listening to Seinfeld theme, theme music. Yeah, you buried it into our playlist and we just put right. it on shuffle. Yeah, like, that was always was great. Super excited and like yeah, mm-hmm. listen to you know the standard radio songs and then and then that comes on. Another good That's, prank. That, that was a good move. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. It kind of reminds me of like throwback the little ones, like where we disagreed on that, and it's just uh, doesn't do it for me as much. But mm-hmm. I, I won't harp on it too much. It's it's not. This bad is better than throwback the little ones, though. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's so I, much I, better. I would I would agree with that. Um, that one yeah. almost felt like a joke listening to that one. Like, mm-hmm. like hard to hard to like get into. Whereas this is a you know it's a groove. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a discoy. It has a discoy like vibe to it mm-hmm. that's what i wrote yeah yeah that's that's right just like fun it's like fun to groove to yeah it is more groovy than i i like um listened to it one more time today and and was kind of finding myself like i was like you know this is this is a little bit more it kind of swings a little bit more than i had thought originally so um maybe you're onto something 
Um, all right, we can move on. Uh, green earrings is up next. Um, I like the like the bass and drums on the song are like a little bit more stood out a little bit more for me on this one. It's like the bass groove a lot, and then I kind of similarly like I like the song, but the instrumental. There's like two. There's the kind of a first instrumental, and then this like second instrumental outro at the end. That's kind of like they have this like little cosmic sound they put on the guitar, like right at the very end. Um, and I really like those two instrumental sections at the end of this one. Um, but overall I, I do like the song just cause the, uh, the solo play is so good. Yeah. The solo is the high part of this mm-hmm. song for sure. But mm-hmm. I mean, throughout it's just so funky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like what actually I think I liked, I liked it more because it comes out of the fez which is kind of disco-y and it hints at a yeah. little bit of funkiness. And this just kind of really leads into it. And the bass line is cool. Like all that staccato type sound they're doing. Yeah. It's just, it's so great. Yeah. I, I thought like, I don't know, something they, that they do in this album is they like, they're adding like a lot of like weird effects to the guitar and making it sound cool. Uh, I'm like a big fan of that. I love it when the guitar sounds fucked up. Yeah um yeah we'll have we have the talk box in the next one but yeah i mm-hmm. like i like their effects usually like it's surprising to me like because they're such good like engineers that they didn't like create a bunch of like things that sounded dated like they seem to have mm-hmm. like enough restraint to like you know just put like that sound that like little effect at the end and like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of amazing like i would i would probably be guilty of just like oh yeah like put that little like little sound on there and like make it sound super different or whatever but um yeah they do like such a good job of like kind of picking the right moments mm-hmm. um which yeah know, they definitely don't is. overdo it for sure yeah um so yeah i mean yeah i agree i think that the instrumentals on this one are just like kind of mind almost like mind-blowing where like the the second one comes in and i'm just like oh my god like it's just like they, they, they're so good they're so good um yeah that was that was mostly what i had for green earrings i think otherwise like you know, it's kind of about like the like kleptomaniac type mm. character, but um, I think later I wrote, I wrote weather to... report again. <laughs> this whole album, I feel like you you wrote that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. I'm just laughing at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that is that becoming a new joke? Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you're saying we, the funniest thing is that you say it as if like it's the first time you're bringing up weather report. <laughs> Like that is the funniest part to me. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of this band? It's called Weather yeah. Report. <laughs> that sounds like they, uh, they do kind of seem like one of those bands that that like people like like bring up like even though they're like very well known, but they act like it's like not very well known or qu- sort of like obscure in a way. I kind of feel like that right now. Well, like if you bring it up to somebody who doesn't know them, it's like obscure enough that they're not going to question you. They're going to be like, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like totally." It's the it's the Kurt Vonnegut of music. Like, I, it's so amazing. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> um, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I kind of have like a, a similar struggle with like I know like because we uh, <laughs> Loach and I took the uh, intro to jazz class and that gives you like enough mm-hmm. like to know like we played like take five in that class you know what i mean so like people make fun of like everyone who likes take five 
So like you need to be careful about like oh like I like know some jazz songs like I know mm-hmm. jazz artists but like there is like a line where like if I ran into someone who like kind of knew a little bit more about jazz like I would maybe I would be, be, maybe be concerned about that yeah <laughs> yeah I I can't like really speak to it intelligently at all I've yeah. kind of learned that like I've actually kind of learned that like just to not overcommit or like pretend <laughs> like you know something. Mm-hmm. Like I used to, I used to just be like, oh, like I just kind of agree, but yeah. now I'm just like, I don't know what that is. Like I, <laughs> it's just way better to be. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that because I am like one of the worst offenders of just kind of like nodding and pretending I know what someone's saying. <laughs> I'm just gonna start being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I, I catch myself doing it all the time. I'm trying yeah. not to to be like. That's like a good. What is that? Like a good resolution. That. Thanks, thanks, Dan. Inspired. <laughs> hey, no problem. Life advice. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next podcast is going to be all life advice. Yeah. From the well, person I, that you don't want giving them life advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I feel like uh, I felt similarly sometimes, like even just being like at, at the like radio station, because like we were all listening to like so much music. So you kind of just want to be like, oh, yeah, like that's so good. Because like I'm sure that I would agree that, you know, we kind of like like the th- same things. I'm sure I would like it and that it sounded mm-hmm. good. But it's easier for me to say that than to be like, oh no, like, can you explain like this, like concept of the album? You know what I mean? Like it just kind of like leads yeah. itself to like, a lot you of know what, it you know what? I'm afraid, yeah. I'm afraid of asking people to explain something. Cause I often just like talk out of my ass and I hope that no one asks me to explain what I mean. So I think I just like give people the same like courtesy of not questioning them <laughs> and just like accepting the fact that they're, they know what they're right. talking about. <laughs> or they don't. Yeah. Or they don't, you know? That's funny. Maybe that's maybe that after some thinking about it, maybe that's a better alternative. Let everyone just talk Look, out of their ass. Yeah, I mean, and, this is why no we're the advice podcast. You know, sometimes we disagree. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're getting different perspectives on these things. It's pretty funny. Um. All right. Anything else on green earrings? Uh, Greek medallion. He says that in the song. And you like, your I like Greek, yeah, you I like just like stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just this wasn't it. one that I put too much thought in beyond just the jam. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of has like that cool like little groove and I don't know. Is that yeah, I guess it's like probably a, an electric keyboard kind of groove that mm-hmm. keeps the um the song moving along. But yeah, good one. Very. Uh Haitian divorce is up next this is the, the longest or no sorry it's not the longest but it's five minutes and 51 seconds um mm-hmm. so on the longer side i love this song this oh, is, yeah this, might be, this is a thick song this might be my favorite it's close honestly it's like in the top three to five steely dan songs for me like amazing like the solos are so good yeah the, the the talk box guitar um i love the lyrics the like dolly back fade to black mm-hmm. and then like that the solo comes like it just gets you like i've listened to the song probably like 50 times like yeah yeah times. this is the other song in the album that i'll like listen to all the time it's still the yeah and it still gives me like chills when those guitar solos come in like i love it it's so good it really is it's probably like probably i don't know the best like the most well-made song mm-hmm. of of the ones in the album yeah, it, it it all fits together so perfectly. Like even those like guitar solos, like yeah. hit that hit that like that beat, like the I don't know. I guess it, it's some sort of like bass beat, but like it just mm-hmm. all like clicks. Like this is like 
Um, I think if I had to pick like those, like the, the first two songs, uh, Kid Charlemagne and the Caves, um, and then mm-hmm. this one are like the perfect example of like, they're just like clicking on that sound. Like they get yeah. like the, they just get everything right. You know what I mean? And, and exactly. they start like doing that to like more perfection as they kind of mm-hmm. make their way through the seventies, I guess. But, um, yeah, really like this one. Um, I guess it was like about, uh, I mean, you can kind of like infer most of the lyrics for, your, for yourself, but they had like someone who, um, in there, I think it was an engineer who like went and actually kind of tried to get like a, a divorce through like a Caribbean, um, country. And, and so like, they were kind of like interested in that and started asking him questions and, and sort of like created this song, but kind of continues like the, um, the like Caribbean, um, kind of theme from sign yeah. Stranger that they kind of like mm-hmm. tease out and, um, yeah, because it's almost like sign in stranger. It sounds like someone is signing into like some resort, you know, in like, I don't yeah. know, like Jamaica or something. Yeah, or they kind of do Haiti, that. Like, they kind of do that like here and there. With I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. But, I mean, this is like the most obvious one with like the mm-hmm. kind of like reggae sounding. Yeah, the the offbeat strumming and yep. shit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think if I had anything else. This is this is a good one. I just love that line that she drinks the zombie from the cocoa shell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the way he like delivers the line is, is like so good. And like he yeah. said, like he's definitely like, he's finally just been like, all right, fuck. I'm like the singer. I got to sing. So he like starts like really like embracing it in a way. Just great. Yeah. Right. I think, I think this is a good example of him like just kind of owning being like the vocalist and he just like mm-hmm. aggressive. Like he just like everything was delivered, delivered perfectly. Like the, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Papa say like, uh, yeah, and then he goes into the chorus like, oh, it's just the whole thing is like just a kind of a perfect song. Um, but yeah, and it has like the two solos too, which I feel like they do a good job of like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a, a like five or six minute song because mm-hmm. like it just like they switch up the like the ver- like there's enough verses obviously, and then there's the two like kind of longer solos, and you're just like. Oh my god! Like it just kind of melts you, your brain. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's super good. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. That's what I really like about it is just how it's like kind of split up into like two separate songs in a way. You know? Yeah. It's like the the verses and the the chorus are just like so different, and it's such a like cool story too. You know, it's like a very it's like a classic. I think it's like their best one on the album of just like a narrative. You know, it's just like yeah, just like an interesting. This is story. definitely the most linear, <clears throat> for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah, feel like they they settle into, um, uh, yeah, the the narrative storytelling, mm-hmm. um, in general. I think on this one, and and like I've said, I think around some of the earlier podcasts, like the ones where they do that like well, like are the the like my favorite songs, and I feel yeah. like they kind of, I don't know, like they're kind of doing that a little bit more, I think, than they did on mm-hmm. like their previous albums. Like you kind of yeah. have like the you kind of have that character on Kitcharalamain, right? Um, you know, less so the caves, but that you kind of like see these guys pop in and, and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're doing like a better job of like taking like stuff that they've heard and seen probably like, that, you know, they've had a couple of years to kind of build up like mm-hmm. stories and content basically. And, and like, you kind of hear it a little bit more of these songs. So yeah, I, this is, this is a great song. I think it's interesting how like it's, you know, like you think of like uh, the Caribbean is like, you know, a romantic place to go, but they're going there to get divorced. <laughs> funny yeah i know yeah like the, the whole idea of it like it's kind of hard to like wrap your head around because mm-hmm. the first time i heard it i was like what is he talking about like it almost sounds like 
like maybe it is racist but like it it sounds like weird like the like the kind of the the words that i picked up on like the first mm-hmm. time i'm like what is he talking about like <laughs> it just doesn't make sense so um but yeah like once you kind of like read through like mm-hmm. you can kind of pick up the the storyline a little bit uh a little bit easier but um it's also just funny like i was i like the songs where they're like there's like comedy and just like the yeah DJ. exactly yeah they're funny they're, they're, yeah. they're funny guys yeah i like the the beat like the baby grew in a peculiar way like it changed it grew like mm-hmm. it's just so like I, yeah. I just love it yeah it's great Right. I think that was our overall catalog. I mean, I don't know the views, but um, yeah, I mean, like most everyone talks about, you have either the the kind of the hits from you have the hits from the first album. Obviously, you have Pegan. Uh, uh sorry asia um all right we'll, we'll move on uh that's enough <laughs> um everything you did is the eighth song um i'll let you guys start i've i've, I've talked a lot <laughs> sure um yeah i thought this was like another like funny song you know it like starts off as like very like serious and stuff like i don't know it's like classic like breakup like whatever but then um just the whole thing where he's like I want you to like show me like what you did to him or whatever. He's like now like have sex with me. I think that's like really funny. Oh yeah. I don't think I've like ever heard that in like in a song before. I thought that was silly. <laughs> but I thought that like I don't know. I like, think I missed the... that. I missed that. That's actually Oh yeah, at the very end yeah. he's like now really like sh- yeah. now show me. Show me what you did to him, baby, or yeah, whatever. It's exactly. just really funny. They're like it's like very like jarring though. I, I feel like there's like a piano or organ that's kind of like I don't know, kinda of, like stabs you. It's weird. I like it though. It has the um, yeah, like, that like Eagles reference in it too, which is kind of funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Turn up the eagle. Yeah, turn up the Eagles. The neighbors are listening. Yep, that do was. Wanna, good. Do guess, you want to explain that? Do you want to explain yeah, that? I guess. Um, <laughs> do you want to explain it? Do you do you know the? No, <laughs> oh, no, okay. I don't know. Can you oh, tell I, me? It kind of sounded like you. You had sounds like you know. It. No, I, I I don't know. I'm curious. You, you right, don't. You exactly gotta, you gotta, just ignore that I said like, oh yeah, I forgot about that, because <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like you're obligated to say it now. No, you're just about to. Can you just go <laughs> ahead? How about you both explain it at the same time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just we'll talk, the intro, talk over we'll each the other. Well, now I forget because I'm like nervous. Oh, okay. So, so, uh, yeah, I guess the um, that uh, Walter Becker's um, I guess it was. Uh, his girlfriend at the time was like into the Eagles, and so like the the um, the reference to them was that like uh, they were having a fight, and so the genesis of the line was like um, was whatever the line is is, is turn up the Eagles, right? Um, Neighbors are listening. 
Turn up the Eagles, the neighbors are listening. Yeah, so like they're having. A fight. I just want to say that turn up the Eagles is like the funniest line. Like even like regardless of like the fight or whatever, like just like contest. imagine like being at like a like with your friends or a party, and someone just goes, "Yo, turn up the Eagles." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like uh, that reminds me of yo, who's reading Vonnegut? That's like another oh, one yeah. of those lines. <laughs> Actually, that reminded me of like when uh, this is like my probably the best story that we have from school is when uh, when Miles Dingus. We were at um, one of the summer parties, and oh, <laughs> and um, and he and he put on, I don't know, we, it was like kind of like we were in like a little bit of like unfamiliar territory. It wasn't like our normal crowd, and um, <laughs> there's like a big, they had like a big amp they were playing music out of, and I'll, I'll never, I like remember it so vividly, <laughs> and uh, and and uh, and Miles like goes up to the the. Um, you know the the iPod or the you know the audio jack or whatever, and it was, changes... just a, it was an iPod just plugged into the amp, like right. It was like yeah, a, yeah regular iPod, and like goes and like changes it from like who do, you know you like it was like R Kelly or something was on like it was like just mainstream like party music, and puts on like uh, Vince Staples, uh, probably North North like I was North North yeah yeah, and and it just. <laughs> totally changes the vibe and like points at me and then goes into the bathroom and like everyone in the kitchen was like what the fuck is this like i was like yeah it's a good song though but <laughs> yeah it was, it was funny <laughs> that was really funny i forgot i i didn't forget about that but i i love when you tell that because i can only That's imagine such a good story everybody just looking at you would be like you're just speechless yeah <laughs> i was like sitting on the counter i was like i don't know what to say (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't Uh, the night that um the girls got on the table and it broke right oh i don't know is that the same night because i feel like it was at one of those types of houses like we weren't like (laughs) super close friends with them right right it definitely had that vibe like i i can't remember if it was the same night or not but yeah it was it was that type of environment that like (laughs) that we wouldn't yeah it was like it was a get on the table kind of place (laughs) Yeah, the table. I don't understand why you don't look at a table. It, like it was one of those ones where like it's just from the center. Yeah, like it not with four oh, legs. It has, yeah, like the, the it was plastic, like a center like... pillar or something. And then so if you stand in the corner, you're putting all this weight, and there's no legs supporting it. Right, <laughs> and then the table just those like, ones. Yeah, I know just what you mean. snaps, just snaps, and and then they just went down so yeah. hard. You're like I saw that coming. <laughs> It was, I hate it. It was amazing. Well, I hate it when girls get hurt. Just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Not going to explain that. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay, <laughs> um... you're speechless. You don't even know how to move on from that. I, I can't. I can't think of anything. It's hard for us to do anything at this point. We might have to skip skip the last song. Uh, we have the, the, the Royal Scam, which is the, the title cut. <laughs> <laughs> the title cut of the album, um, which is which is interesting. Like I don't know. I, I couldn't get out of my head like that. They kind of bury in Kitty Lied. It's Doctor Wu is kind of the title song. Like they mentioned Kitty Lied in that. So it's like it's just interesting that like they kind of I almost feel like this is also buried at the end of the album like even though it's the title cut and like not it's not a single or anything like it's just interesting to me that they kind of like buried this one and then uh, actually after the fact that I, I kind of wrote this down um, 
he kind of talked to uh, Donald Fagan says like, you know, it's um, people take it for more than, than it is than like when they think it's a title song. So they like in his head, he's like, we want you to listen to each song individually, but like this kind of makes it stand out um, mm-hmm. kind of on accident, um, which they kind of, it's, it's, it's just interesting. Um, almost on like the other albums too. Like, I mean, Asia is hard because like the songs are, are all so good on that one, but like Gaucho, like I don't think of like Gaucho usually as like the the title cut, even though it is one, you know. So they kind of do yeah. that throughout, which which makes makes sense for them as like a band, but it's just kind of interesting overall. So, um, what do you guys think of this one? I thought it was great. Um, it was it's a good way to tie up this album. I thought, yeah. Yeah, especially just the way that chord progression goes. It's so kind of like it's it's kind of grand sounding, mm-hmm. like it it's really really big, and it's a cool way just to close this album out. That's that's really the most of what I wrote down, just like how well, I don't know how well it works as an ending song. Yeah, both. What do you think? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I kind of like like what you're saying like. putting the title song last is like really cool because then like you can like really like tie everything up really nicely with it and like you kind of like as you're listening to the song you think about like how the like theme of i don't know basically like the american dream being a sham and how that's like the royal scam it's like you know you think you're like like kid charlemagne like you think you're like building an empire or whatever but like most you know you're just trying to like scrape a living basically like you're not like some like fancy king or whatever but like the song is like it seems like so serious and it seems like it's about some like really like important person or i don't know i just feel like it kind of has that gravity to it but it's about like just like some bums just trying to like make it you know i think it like mentions puerto rico or something but yeah they're just like immigrants like trying to make it and most don't i guess right Right. yeah it's the yeah it's exactly it it's the inverse of the american dream Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah they they do like it's another one of those examples where like they do such a good job of like that like um you know it's like it's supposed to sound like the opposite where it's like the the see the glory of the royal scam like it literally sounds Mm. like imperial like you know what i mean like they do such a good job of like kind of like conveying that but it's like it's it's basically like a satire you know song mm-hmm. slash piece and and like i think they do a pretty good job of like kind of getting the, the point across i guess is is what you would say but um but yeah it it is kind of it's kind of interesting like i don't like think of this song necessarily like if i if you like said royal scam like i wouldn't yeah it, like i wouldn't think of um of this song immediately like i would jump to like basically almost any other song basically yeah, that I would yep, think of. Same. Um, but yeah, it is kind of like a nice, nice kind of conclusion to the, the album. Um, which is good. Um, maybe we'll do like our, we didn't really do, um, or we haven't been doing our like little categories for, um, that I like half stole from, uh, the rewatchables podcast. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe we'll do them today. We have like a little bit of time if you guys want to. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah let's do it. Yeah. Um, so we have, the um i guess age age the best um and so we've kind of decided that like i guess like what sounds good today 
I'll, I'll let you guys open because I, I kind of opened every every song. <laughs> um, hmm. I think. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. So, yeah. so which song aged the best? Like, what is like? Yeah, like what do you? What, do you, what could be on like the radio? Yeah, like what could be on the radio like today? If anything, maybe, maybe I think. Nothing. I think either Kid Charlemagne or Caves of Altamira. Yeah. One of those two. I feel like Caves yeah. of Altamira, the, 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 like, the horn section, I think, would be like... But also, Kid Charlemagne is just like, you know, I could definitely see a bunch of people getting into that. Yeah, this is... I mean, <clears throat> I think partially, maybe, because it's the first song on the album this is what but um it's it's stuck it's stuck the most i think this album like three times but i kept coming back yeah. to i think even just the fact that like like I mentioned, the the Kanye West sample, like I think there's a reason that like he you know, like it wasn't the uh, other songs that he could have picked. Or like it kind of sounds like a little bit like groovy and like doesn't necessarily like date itself. Like, um, you know, I already kind of mentioned that like the, even just like the talk box from like Haitian Divorce kind of like dates it a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. even though, yeah, like that. I would say that's like my probably my favorite song on the album. Like. Mm-hmm. I think, it, uh, you know, like I said, it kind of dates itself a little bit, like more than more than uh, Kid Charlemagne does, and Kid Charlemagne's a good song too. Uh, we'll do age, age the worst. Loach, you want to you want to kick it or Dan? Um, age the worst. Um, I feel like. Even though it's my favorite song, I feel like nowadays, like the Fez, just like kind of seems like out of place, you know. Mm. I was gonna say the same thing because it's, it's, it's like the, the like disco, disco stuff. Exactly. 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 Yep. I think exclusively because of that fact, it would be yeah the worst uh, age. Like, maybe second. Like... Oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, maybe second only might be like "Don't Take Me Alive." Yeah, mm. that's a good point. Yeah, actually. that's a good one. It's a little bit dated sounding, but like I still I still like it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I, if I had to pick second, like a runner up, it might be that one. Yeah, I would probably agree on the Fez, and then I think Signing Stranger has like it has that like bluesy piano, which kind of doesn't happen as much. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think the way he that he delivers like the the Signing Stranger like chorus line like. It's just like that's I don't know. It's not like the point of the song. Like it almost like becomes more about the piano, and so like I don't know if that dates it necessarily, but it just it just like um, makes it sound like more of a of a blues or like jazz song mm-hmm. in some ways because it's like less about the lyrics, which is you know not true today as much. So, um, so I'll throw that one in the, in the ring, but um. I'm trying to think if there's any other categories. Those are the main two, I guess. So I think I think we covered it. 
Uh, hot take. What about oh, the hot we, take? <laughs> we usually have a hot take, yeah. But, like, our hot take, like, sucked. Like, they were, like, <laughs> oh, I, I would, like, rearrange the album and then, like, and then the uh, Loach was like, no, we shouldn't do that. And then we're like, okay, <laughs> signing off. <laughs> well, yeah, because I disagree with your hot take because it was, it was a hot take. I was like, I know. No. I think, I think the problem was I didn't like, I, I should have stand up for it and then I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, that's the thing. Like, people, people will be like, oh, I have the hottest take of all time. And then it's just like, it's like when it's like people are like, what's your controversial opinion? And it's just like an opinion that like people agree with. It's like fucking stupid. <laughs> It yeah. makes me so mad. I hate opinions. I, I don't know. Or, maybe, maybe like the best way to do it is like, how would you like? You have to rearrange the album. Like, how would you do it? And you can change like uh, one or two songs. Like, maybe maybe that's is that like the most interesting thing to? Unless you have like this, yeah, on that's the album fine. or something. That's yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. That's a, that's the thing. Like, it's hard. Yeah. I think. I don't have like a, a particular opinion about like where sh- something should be. Like it starts off strong, and it ends strong, and I think like that's probably the most important. Yeah, and and even like if I were to move something like Haitian divorce, like I couldn't find a good spot for it because it's yeah. good where it is. It's good. Yeah, on, like, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say yeah, too. It's like even like, like the royal scam at the end is like really good. I like that sign in stranger and Haitian divorce are split up by two songs. <laughs> Because like they kind of like have the same like offbeat sort of strumming, so like putting them next to each other would have like I don't know I think would have taken away from that in a way. So could you switch Haitian divorce out with everything you did? Just switch seven and eight, but then you yeah. have two songs. You've got two of the longest songs back to back. Yeah, that's true. That that's kind of a tough way to end. Point? Yeah, people might get, lose interest. This is like a I'm gonna like pussyfoot my way around uh the constraints i've made but you you could probably just like trim the royal scam like i don't know if it needs to be, i don't even remember it being six minutes and 31 seconds um but i think there might be some repetitive like i kind of remember hearing the chorus a lot which isn't like crazy but i don't mm-hmm. know i guess that would be my i guess i would like cut the royal scam by like a minute i liked i actually liked it in it like for its length because it had that um uh, what is it like the chorus like the choral sounds yeah, like dun, 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 dun. yeah it has like the like but like the like all the people singing at the end too like oh the, the yeah build that up to so like yeah that kind of like build it up to be so sound. huge and by the time yeah. like you know i actually i kind of like it that it's as long as it is <laughs> I, because th- I think it this... makes it more grand sounding yeah you're wrong yeah. idiot <laughs> nice think, hot take this... it's a good hot take we, we can we yeah. can debate it this is what happened last time because I, I think I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um and I think the problem is that like they're so deliberate about everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think like they probably thought about like, hey, like let's figure out how to arrange it. And it's and it's hard to like feel comfortable with like rearranging something that they've made right mm-hmm. was I feel like other artists, I'm like, oh okay, like they probably made this under like a bunch of constraints. So, like they didn't really think about X and, and Y and Z and like I I feel more comfortable like rearranging and like kind of picking out like what sounds like you know the best after mm-hmm. one another but it's hard to do with them like they're just so like they're so um you know yeah like i said like they're, they're very deliberate about like the way th- things sound and the way things are kind of like picked up by the audience and so it, it makes mm-hmm. it difficult for hot takes but um yeah i mean the other the other interesting thing is like this is just like every song is basically like 
longer than Katie lied. So like it, it's it, it's kind of interesting, or maybe not Katie lied, but like compared to like Pretzel Logic and and most of Katie lied, like they kind of just like actually have more music and i feel like the instrumental sections like have like just become so good and like kind of their bread and mm -hmm. butter in a little bit of a sense um which is kind of off topic but i i just feel like they are kind of taking that that steps advance so um yeah i think that's that's good enough <laughs> for hot takes <laughs> um yeah, that went better than you expected it to go. It sounded like you really didn't have high hopes for that, but that was good. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Like we kind of had like a similar issue. Like it's just so hard. Like they're just so like meticulous. So it's like hard mm -hmm. to. And I don't. I don't yeah. think our personalities lend themselves to like <laughs> to like hot takes either. So that is also probably an issue. But like I'm sure. Yeah, are we, I'm like, just a huge pussy. Delete, <laughs> delete the fez from the album. But um, yeah. <laughs> delete the fez. Take raw dog it. <laughs> Maybe that might be the take. You would do it yeah. without the fans on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love how it like it goes from like I can't do it without the fez on and then I think he says like you gotta let me do it with the fez on or something like it's just like like please <laughs> let me put the fez on. <laughs> yeah, like that's usually an opposite. The conversation is usually like not going that way. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah, it. this guy like really loves he's like it's just never quite longer. the same with the fez on. <laughs> He's got like I don't, do, I don't really feel it as much with the fez on. <laughs> let me let me put the fez on four times. Let me wear four fezes. Can Triple I wear it for the first half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Man. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it is kind of weird. Like I don't know. Like every once in a while, they kind of trip into like the like sexual type of like genre and like. It's just as weird because I just imagine Donald singing it, and Donald's like a weird guy, <laughs> and like, it's like a weird, thing, I guess, little, weird little dude. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's brilliant, but like, it's just, it's just like when you imagine him singing it, like it just becomes. Yeah. Imagine, imagine him the picture of him with like the fro, and he's just got the sunglasses on. Imagine him saying, uh, "Let me put the fez on." <laughs> No, it's it's a picture from the podcast that it was like yeah. I was like, what is this from? Like, I think it's like a yeah. TM photo or something. It's so mm -hmm. funny. I was like, what is? Where is he walking to? He's like on the sidewalk. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. This is good. Uh, this is a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Any closing thoughts or anything that we missed? No, nah, I love this album. Um, I think no, yeah, besides, I like sorry, yeah, bes besides uh, Asia and uh, Gaucho, I think yeah. this is my favorite. Nice, Miles. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. It's it just gets it gets better. Like not thinking about what's to come. Yeah, it gets better. Right. You know, moving from what we've listened to. Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so sorry, there's there's one more like last interesting point we could leave out on, um, which is that like the critical reception to this actually wasn't super uh great. And so but it's funny because like I think that we're all kind of landing in a similar spot and and uh Donald Fagan talked about like he's like, um oh he, yeah, I'll read it. The, so the reason critics were disappointed was that they got tired. 
the first LP is always the easiest to like. The second, they still like. The third, they think is pretty good. The longer you, you last as a group, the harder the critics are. That accounts for some of the disappointment. Uh, one of the best ones we've done, I would say. I think, in fact, each record is a little bit better than the last. Which I, which I, I agree with. You know, I think, I think they've made an improvement kind of like linear, linearly, which is like, um, doesn't happen all the time. But I think I, I fall in that camp. It's just kind of funny that I feel like we all kind of feel similarly, I think. And, and probably the reception at the time, like, is different from what, how it stands up today. I think most people kind of lump this in with like Asia and Gaucho as opposed to mm-hmm. anything that came before it. Um, cool. That was great. Um, yeah, we have, we have Asia next, which is, gonna be awesome like that's this is kind of between the two like their uh magnum opus so i'm i'm excited like these next two will be will be really good obviously so that'll be fun hell yeah i'm looking forward to it this was great awesome well thanks everyone for listening and we will we'll see you in roughly a week probably we've been doing a couple weeks straight so we're 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 rocking and rolling hell yeah see you later see you later See you later.